Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What up, y'all? Sad lover. Welcome to Come On, Sad. The podcast. What a week, man. My mind is all over the place, man. I can't I can't even encompass what kind of week it's been. It's been a week of super high highs, super low lows. Let's start with Thursday. Uh, One Music Fest is a festival that takes place in Atlanta, Georgia. It's been going on now for 14 years. I think I've been attending for the last five years, maybe, maybe more than that, because I've been around it for a while now, and I know Jay Carter, and I know Motown Lee. I had Motown on a podcast before, and these guys are two guys that just tried to make a music festival that would bridge the gap between the old and the new. So if you come to one music fest, it always happens over a two-day period in Atlanta, around in October, late October, you're going to get a little bit of everything. The first time I ever heard Summer Walker, I didn't even know who Summer Walker was. I saw her at One Music Fest. The last time I saw DMX Alive, One Music Fest. When Wu-Tang got back together again, they performed at One Music Fest. I seen Busta Rhymes at One Music Fest. Um, Damian Marley. One Music Fest, SZA, One Music Fest, Kendrick Lamar, One Music Fest, the Dungeon Family Reunion, including Outkast, when nobody knew what if Dre 3000 was coming, One Music Fest. So One Music Fest for the last five years has been honoring people for their contributions to music in general. And this year, they honored Big Tigger, my guy, I love Tig, man. Rap City was a rival, but Tigger became a friend. Big Tigger, Rap City, radio, everything that Tigger has been doing as a personality. Greg Street, a staple of hip-hop, a staple of radio. For 6 o'clock, it's Greg Street time on the radio in Atlanta. They honored T.I. for all his contributions to television, film, and music. The self-proclaimed king of the South, a dude that I met at Jack the Rapper, used to be a convention in Atlanta many, many years ago, and he came up 
introduced himself to me. I'll never forget that because he was one of the most polite dudes I've ever met in my life. Expeditiously. T.I. Marce Martin, the young lady from Blackish, who is one of the youngest producers and writers and actors in Hollywood. I call her the next Shonda Rhimes, Viola Davis, and Oprah Winfrey, all rolled into one. She's a spark plug. If you don't know who Marce Martin is, Google her. And they honored me. And I was so very touched to get that honor. But my honor doesn't go without me acknowledging people that put me in a position from Fat Five Freddy to Ted Demi, the late great, to the late great Peter Darty, to my partner, Dr. Dre, to T-Money, who was our yo mailman and then invented the, yo, the Ed Lover dance. Um, rest in peace, of course, to Mark the 45 King, the 900 numbers, the music I did the dance to. So this year, which is their 14th year, they wanted to do uh, a 50th hip-hop, you know, celebration for hip-hop. And they came to me and said, Ed, we want you to curate a stage and host a stage at one music fest. So Saturday that just passed, Cam P, my producer, Krista Hayes, my producer of this podcast, came to Atlanta, and I curated a stage at one music fest. Now, initially, Diamond D was supposed to perform, but I don't know what happened with Diamond. He didn't come. But when I got there to my stage, Lord Finesse was there. Lord Finesse, the funky technician, if you don't know who Lord Finesse is, Google him. Fierce MC. I said, Lord Finesse, thank you for coming, bro, but... I'd be remiss if I ain't asked you to do a song. So Lord Finesse kicked it off on my stage. Lord Finesse, Black Sheep Next, Drez, and Chiali. Drez did, oh my God, he killed it. Flavor of the month. I know you got the fever for the flavor. Hurry up and get a scoop before it's gone. And then they did Chiali's record, and then they ended with The Choice Is Yours. Killed it. Killed it. After that, Positive K, my dude, for a long time, comes out. And, of course, you know, he got to do I Got a Man. And he's a fine stand-up comedian right now, too. Go see Pods K if you get an opportunity to. He does I Got a Man. After Positive K, when the dead prayers heard that I had a stage, they said, yo, we want to get down. Dead Press comes out, they do reparations, and then they do it's all about hip, hop, hip, hop. Amazing. Just nothing short of amazing. After Dead Press get out and rock, we had the Lost Boys. Now, I don't know if y'all know this or not. During the downtime of the Lost Boys, after Freaky Ty got murdered, Spig Nice got caught up in some bank robbery stuff and went to prison. Spig Nice is home now. So it's Mr. Cheeks, Spig Nice, and Freaky Ty's son, Freaky Kai, backing up Mr. Cheeks on the stage. And it was like the Lost Boys was just, you know, with Pretty Pretty Lou, my man Spig Nice. It goes, one for the money, two for the night. Man, they did three songs. They did Renee. 
they did. Yo, Mr. Cheeks did lights, camera, action. They, oh, it was amazing. It was. And then after the Lost Boys finished, Brand Nubians, Lord Jamal, Sadat X, and Grand Poobah. One for all and all for one. And then to close out the show with so much energy, so much energy, Greg Nice and Smooth B, Nice and Smooth, Hip Hop Junkies, Dwick, Greg Nice doing the beatbox, Smooth B singing songs, and the whole crowd singing along. What an amazing, amazing tribute to hip hop we did Saturday. And then we all went over and checked out little Kim. She did her thing. She brought Rocco out. I didn't get to see Megan Thee Stallion. I miss Fab and, and Jada Kiss. Um, Big Daddy Kane I saw on my way in. He was on his way out. The Mighty Mighty Carers one blew the stage. It was the Sprite 50th anniversary of hip hop stage was Saturday. And then the amazing Janet Jackson. Oh my God. Janet Jackson brought out J. Cole. What? Right there in Atlanta, Georgia. You know, I had given away tickets. We had a grand prize winner that we flew out on my Odyssey radio show. The Ed Love Experience, and it was amazing. Now, here go the most amazing part of Saturday. I told you, one music festival gave me an award on Thursday. Dinner, food, drinks, big up to Jack Daniels, big up to Belvedere for providing a libation. My wife is there. Krista and Cam is with me, my manager, Dan Tanner. On the stage, after we finished, we rocked from 4.45 to 5.45. All of those groups performed. Here comes a city councilman along with Jay Carter, my girl, Tony Childs, who I love to death, and my former manager, Kimana Paulus, who her and I, are now a producing team. We got some outside business coming. It's called Jokes and Jams. They gave me a proclamation from the city of Atlanta. My wife is there. My daughter's there. My niece is there. My family is there. Dan is there. They gave me a proclamation, man. And it brought me to tears, y'all, because I am not from Atlanta. Even though I love Atlanta. I, I, I split my time between Atlanta and New York and, and everywhere. Vegas, San Francisco, Chicago, Seattle. They gave me a proclamation. The city of Atlanta gave me a proclamation, yo. It really, really warmed my heart. And it, and it really brought me to tears. And it really made me realize that what I have done and hip-hop matters. What I have said on this mic matters. What I have done in conjunction with so many people, including my whole Oasis 2 Function Freak family that laid the groundwork for me to be important in hip-hop. And this is not 
hip hop ain't where I started my career. I started my career off as a trumpet player in a group called Oasis 2, which turned to the Function Freaks, which turned to No Face. All of these people, man, that, that played a part in my career from practicing on 209th Street in Nashville, that was the street, 29th in Nashville, and Mark Skeet's basement where his mother and his father letting us hone our skills to meeting Shaw and moving over to Shaw House. Rest in peace, his mother, Mama Pearl, and Joseph. Rest in peace, practicing in his basement. And just turning that into no face and no face records, bitches with problems, live squad, wake your daughter up, the no face album that we put out on RAL Def Jam for Russell Simmons and Leo Cohen, Russell giving me a, our own label, man, it's been so many people that have absolutely contributed to the success of my career. And all of those people deserve my recognition and my love and respect and they're all friends to this day. For my little brother Todd, one rest in peace. My man Stretch, rest in peace. To all of them, just to have that platform with they estimated maybe 100,000 people were out there. I'm not saying 100,000 people saw our stage because it's three stages. But it was enough for me to feel proud. It's enough for me to make my mama proud, my father proud, and my sisters and my brothers. You know, very instrumental. When my father died when I was 18 going on 19, my brother stepped up and showed me what it's like to be a man. So I want to thank One Music Fest for looking at me and saying, you know what? Let's give Ed Lover a stage. Let's let Ed Lover curate the stage. And, and to my partner and my manager, Dan, who played head of production on this whole thing, Dan did an amazing job. Y'all don't understand how tough it is to make sure all these artists get here, all these artists get paid, all these artists have enough passes and credentials that they need, and that all the artists are happy, and that all the artists are on time, and that all the artists adhere by the rules of what we were trying to pull off, and we pulled it off without a hitch. So to Dan, Tanner Smalls, I take my hat off to you, brother, because that was not an easy job. All I had to do was show up and be Ed Lover. That's all I had to do. Dan took care of all of that. And when I tell you it's not easy because everybody thinks that they should be on the stage. Like, give you an example. When the Lost Boys came on, all their homeboys tried to come on stage. Dan shouldered that responsibility of not letting him on stage. Tigger was working for One Music Fest behind the scenes with the camera and the microphone. I had to bring Tigger out to share the stage with me because, because you're rivals and you're trying to capture the same audience doesn't mean that you can't have love and respect for each other. 
And Tigger and I have that relationship, right? When I was at Power 105, Tigger came over. He was working at Power 105 in the evenings. And we formed a friendship and a bond that's been going on for so many years. Big up to his manager, Jason. Big up to Tigger. And we just homies, man. And I told Tigger, I said, man, one thing that I give you a lot of respect for, bro, is that booth. The booth they had on Rap City was crazy. And I'm a freestyle. I love freestyling on the mic. And I was just like, damn. And Tig was like, yo, I respect your freestyle, Ed, and you don't know how many times I wanted to bring you in that booth. But BET wasn't going to let that happen, especially when I was on the rival MTV. So Jay Carter, Motown Lee, and everybody over at One Music Fest, thank you so much. Oh, man. Saw so many people. Shout out to Kodak Black. Shout out to Little Kim. Shout out to Luke, who we hung out a little bit on Sunday. I hadn't seen Uncle Luke. He graced the stage on Sunday. My set was Saturday. I didn't go Sunday because I had told y'all before I suffered a huge loss with the death of Howard Marcus Buford, one of my good friends. His birthday was Sunday. His wife, Fee, was with us all Saturday, and his daughters and Fee had a brunch for him on Sunday, so I had to go get me a Steelers hat because he's a big Steelers fan. I wore a Steelers hat. I wore black and yellow all day Sunday, black, white, and yellow, in honor of my man Marcus Buford. So I didn't get to go, but I did go out later, and then Dan was out, and my manager and Luke came, and we just had a good time. And it's just so good being part of this fraternity that they call hip-hop. Like the Divine Nine is one thing when it comes to the fraternities and sororities, but we need to make hip-hop a frat, like for real, like a frat in a sorority because if you're a part of it and you've been around and you've been successful as long as we have, it's a fraternity. And when you lose people, it hurts. So this weekend just passed was, man, it was eye-opening. It was touching. It was humbling. It was beautiful. And thank you to all of you guys, every man, woman, and child, everybody that brings their children to me and say, yo, this is a legend. This is an OG. When you take that teachable moment, I appreciate it. When you say, Ed, we love you, I appreciate it. When you say, Ed, I grew up on you, I appreciate it. If it's in the airport, if it's on the plane, if it's in a restaurant, if it's on the street, if it's in a grocery store, I appreciate you. And, and I don't know how to put it into words sometimes, but my heart is open and I'm honest with myself and God is my savior and I just love it. I love it. I love it. Unless I'm in the bathroom, I don't never, ever say no to a picture. A lot of people are like, I didn't want to bother you. Some celebrities, I never looked at myself like that. I'm just a cat that's lucky enough to have a little bit of talent to have become a spoke in that wheel that we call hip-hop. Some people say, yo, you, you was there from the beginning. No, I wasn't. 77, 76, all of that back in them days, that was the beginning. But I didn't professionally get on. To 1989. And it's 2023 and I'm still doing it on the radio, concerts, 
on stage as a stand-up comedian. It's been so overwhelming and positive and wonderful, and I've lost people along the way. I can run down a laundry list of artists that I've known that have passed on, friends that have passed on. But this thing that we call hip-hop has been absolutely wonderful for me. To see my daughters and my sons standing there when their dad gets a proclamation from the city of Atlanta means everything to me. Everything. So... It's been what a week for me, man. I can't I can't even lie. I just want to say thank you to each and every one of y'all. And if I could hug each and every one of y'all, I would. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for making this podcast. Making this podcast successful because you listen to it. For everything that you've ever said to me, everything that you've ever done for me. You don't understand when you listen and when you watch me and when you tell me about my time on Jamie Foxx, when you, even if you don't like what I say, I appreciate you. I do. I'm going to take a short break. We'll be back with more. Give us the podcast. My name is Ed Lover. Tough. It's in your DNA. It drives your resilience. Even when they told you that you couldn't, you did what no one else could because you're different from the rest. Every day you work hard to conquer challenges, making the impossible happen. And tomorrow, you'll do it all over again with a truck that's just as tough as you. Explore the best Ford truck for you today at Ford.com. Built Ford Tough. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is being brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guaranteed, you know you're getting the real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, or sneakers and streetwear that makes every step feel fly. It's like the first time I was looking for them Jordan 1s, like when they really came out and I couldn't get my hands on them. And it was something about that sneaker that I always wanted to have because I never got it in the very, very, very beginning. I fell in love with that sneak. And when I finally got it, oh, baby. These days, to know for sure you're getting a real deal, go straight to eBay when you're searching. Just look for that blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts. You got to get it from eBay because then you know you got the real deal. Now you know that when something is limited and you can't find it, you can find it on eBay. Listen, when you're finally ready to buy that thing that you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. They're everywhere, and it's really tough to tell the difference for yourself. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, that's easy. So again, look for the blue check mark. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but that feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Here's some big news. McDonald's is dropping two sauces, two brand new sauces to McDonald's. Sweet and spicy jam and mambo sauce. Now, sweet and spicy jam will go great with breakfast, in my opinion. You know 
I got to have something on one of the biscuits. And sweet and spicy jam sounds absolutely delicious to me on a biscuit. I'm, I'm sorry. I like to add something spicy to my McDonald's breakfast pick. How about you? Wouldn't you like to add spicy to your favorite McDonald's breakfast pick? Or are you kind of like a hot sauce in your bag type of person like me? Well, then Mambo Sauce and Sweet and Spicy Jam both pack a kick. What McDonald's items would you like to add some spice to? I can think of french fries. I can think of a million things. I can think of the chicken sandwich, a whole lot of other things. These two are only available until November 12th. Are you going to try them while you can? Well, you should. What's your go-to McDonald's sauce? What's your favorite go-to Mickey D's sauce? It's very rare that McDonald's expand the sauce menu. So are you going to swap Mambo or Sweet and Spicy Jam for your usual? Well, that's what you need to do. Check it out for a limited time at McDonald's. Welcome back to more Come On, Son, the podcast, What A Week. This is Ed Lover. I'm Ed Lover. Y'all know me. This is What A Week, the podcast for this week. Let's move on to different things that happened this week. Dwight Howard. He's an NBA champion. He is. He won um, as a role player with the Los Angeles Lakers. All of those years that Dwight Howard was in the NBA when he was in Orlando and all the other places, you know, dunk contests and all that, and he's supposed to be the next Shaquille O'Neal and all that. We thought more of his career than what it actually panned out to be, but still, he's a former NBA player and world champion. And obviously a closeted homosexual. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the thing with Dwight Howard is this guy brought this lawsuit against Dwight Howard, a guy that he met online that he had some kind of sexual relationship with. And then when the guy came over, Dwight Howard had another guy there, which I didn't know. I thought the Twinkie, I just figured girl, but this was another guy. And this all came out because the guy has a lawsuit going up against Dwight Howard and all this other stuff. And then Dwight Howard goes, makes a video. And uh, you know what? Cam and Crystal, play a little bit of what Dwight Howard had to say. Get to it. That ain't nobody business where I put my shit at. Y'all just weird. If you want to know what people doing in their bedroom or who they messing with and sleeping with, you are weird. You're the weird one. Oh, shoot. Y'all heard about that? Dwight. They said Dwight was in a oh, text message and a guy. Nigga, who cares? Who cares who I was text messaging? You just mad because I want text messaging. Yo, ugly. That's what it is. Now, in a perfect world, Dwight Howard, you all right. In a perfect world. What happens in your bedroom is your business. It should stay in your bedroom in a perfect world. This is not a perfect world. This is the world of social media. And the way you meet people, if you meet them through social media, it becomes everybody's business. So when you're soliciting men to have sex with online and sliding into DMs and Talking about, I want to see what that meat look like and all that on DMs. You're bringing it out socially. You're putting it on the platform for everyone to know. It's almost like if you're doing 
dating, if you're online dating, not meeting somebody and having conversations, but online dating, once you slide into inboxes and say these things and say that things, that becomes for public consumption. So you can't rewind it when you're a public figure. You can't rewind that, bro. And now all of this stuff is starting to come out about you hanging out in gay clubs, about you hanging out in sex clubs, about video of you putting your hand between your teammate's leg when he's sitting on the bench. This stuff is coming out, and everybody's being privy to it now. So you want to be a public figure but a private figure at the same time? That does not work that way. And once you do shit on social media, it's for public consumption. Sexy Reds, sex video. That's for public consumption. Once it goes up there, it's for public consumption. And once the public consume it, everybody has a right to say whatever they want to say. That is the beauty and the angst of of social media. You get to form opinions. You get to say what you really want to say. You get to learn about things that you probably would have never known about. Without social media, we would have had no idea of what happened to George Floyd, Sandra Bland, Trayvon Martin, any of that. That would have been local stuff that we never saw. But it, it, it galvanized us as a community of black folks. So when you do something like that, that's different. If you went out and you met that young man and you guys had a relationship, that's your bedroom, you're absolutely right. If you're trolling for prostitutes, that makes it public. But when somebody brings a sexual assault charge against you, they made it public. He made it public what you were doing in your bedroom. He made it public because from what we understood about you before is that you had a lot of women. More so that you're a whoremonger than anything else. That you had a bunch of children and a lot of women. Now we finding out that you like dudes. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's just sexual preference, fine. Rock Hudson Go back, Google who Rock Hudson was. Rock Hudson was a heartthrob in the early days of Hollywood. Rock Hudson was super gay. But he kept his public persona in a certain manner in order to make sure that he gave women the fantasy that he was straight. But he was gay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. But, Dwight Howard, you are trolling men on social media the way men troll, slide in the DMs, hey, beautiful, how you doing? Ba 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 ba. Give y'all a little classic example. I've had several hundred women slide into my DM, say things to me in my DM, you're so handsome, oh my God, you've aged so well. Your skin is so beautiful, blah, 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 blah. I don't answer none of it. I always say thank you, and that's it. 
I try not to have inappropriate conversations with people on social media because those inappropriate conversations become what they call receipts. And then the next thing you know, it's thrown up in your face. You have to be more careful. Why did you think this was a good idea? I don't know. Are you just that horny and sexually active? That that's what you want to do? You popped another dude in on him. So it's three dudes in the room. That's what kind of threesome you wanted to have. And now you want privacy. No. My family, we need privacy during these difficult times. Not when you put it out there for public consumption. Okay? I'm telling all you celebrities the same shit. All of you. Ice Spice did a show where she was dressed up supposedly like Betty Boop for Power 105 Powerhouse in New York City. All of all of it, all the kitty cat booty, all just, just hanging out, just hanging the fuck out all over the place. And she goes, why did one of my friends give me a Bible after my show? Because they felt like you need God. Let me tell you something. And I want y'all to hear me very carefully. And this goes to Ice Spice. This goes to anyone, the city girls, any of you. Any of you women out there that's using sex to sell your product. It's only going to take you so far. It's only going to take you so far as far as music and life is concerned because what you want to be and what you could be are two different things. And congratulations to Ice Spice. She's a native New Yorker like me. She's from the Bronx. Number love for you, sis. I'm proud of the moves that women are making in hip hop right now. But it's limiting. And it's going to follow you your entire career. You're limiting yourself. You have to take a look. And this doesn't happen for everybody. But there are examples out there for you to follow. If y'all ladies don't start cleaning up your act, that's what you're going to be. And that's all you're going to be. And even though Little Kim is considered a triple OG, Little Kim's career would have been much further if she weren't so sexual. Much further. Because people love Little Kim. But Little Kim could never be Queen Latifah. You dig what I'm saying? She could never be Queen Latifah. She's not going to get offered the stuff that Latifah gets offered. Latifah is an Oscar-nominated actress and hip-hop artist and entrepreneur and businesswoman. Latifah turns down shit. Ice Spice, Dunkin' Donuts jumped on it now because you hot right now. But Wall Street ain't going to want to deal with you, sis. And that's, that's what you want to do. That's, that's how you want to propel your career to the next level. Now, it's still early. It's very early for you. But as an OG in this business, I've seen it time and time again. I've seen the Kayas. I've seen the Trinas. I've seen them all. I've seen the Jackie O's. I've seen the Foxy Browns. I've seen the Little Kims. Even Nicki Minaj, who has absolutely carved out uh, an amazing career for herself 
is only gotten so far because of the over-sexualization of her music. Cardi, too. And I love Cardi. And Megan, too. Y'all going to get some little fast food restaurants going to give you a bag. But it's not going to sustain you for the rest of your life. It's not going to sustain you when they start talking about giving you endorsements for families and children and mothers when you're walking around with your panache hanging out on stage. It's not necessary. You ladies need to understand the difference between sexy and whorish. It's not necessary. If you're beautiful and you all are, you don't need to show what we should be trying to imagine. You want to be as big as you can in this business. And some of the women that y'all look up to that will get on the record and do a record with you if your record is hot enough, Beyonce might decide, hey, let me jump on this thing. Janet Jackson brought out J. Cole at one music fest. Let me jump on and get down with this person right now. This streak that they on is hot, but they're not going to stand next to you. They're not, they're not respecting you. You're not going to get the 25 years in this business because what you're selling could be sold by anybody. And 50 Cent once said, if your body and your looks are your asset, then you're in trouble. If that's the only thing that you got, you're in big trouble in this business. And I want to see y'all push the door down. I want to see a female hip-hop billionaire I want to see a female win an Oscar that came from hip-hop. It almost happened for Latifah. I want to see it. But I'm telling you, sisters, Wall Street is not, are not going to deal with you in that manner. Now, you might look at me and say, Ed, you old, you bugging. Look what happened to Kim Kardashian from her sex tape. That is a unicorn. A unicorn. And I'm going to tell you why. <coughs> Chris Kardashian was Kim, Chloe, Courtney, and the Jenner's mom was married to Robert Kardashian, who was Armenian. So they're half white and half Armenian. Now, them Jenner's, right, are the product of their a transgender father who was an Olympian, Bruce Jenner, who's now Caitlyn Jenner. He's a white boy. So when Robert Kardashian died, Chris married Bruce Jenner. That's white. White gets treated different than black in this country. So in the eyes of corporate America, Kim Kardashian is white. She's not looked at as, as being Armenian. She doesn't have an Armenian mother. She has a white mother. She is looked upon as white. So what she's going to get is not what your little black nigga ass going to get in this country or in this world. It ain't going to happen. As for me being who I am and doing what I do on the radio, I know that Forever in my radio career, I've been leaps and bounds 
better than a lot of white boys that have gotten a lot more than I've gotten. I know it. It's just the way we are in America. It's just, that's just the way it is. This is what we've been living with. This is what we know. So I'm imploring you young ladies. You are influencing little kids. Stop. Stop. You don't have to do. You can't do what Madonna and all. You can't. You black. You cannot do it. So you're hurting yourself in the long run. It might seem like it's good right now, but in the long run, you're hurting yourself. Kim is a queen bee, no doubt, but I've never seen Kim get no major ass endorsements for anything. It might have been a little something here, a little something there, but the kind of endorsements that Beyonce gets and Rihanna gets, little Kim should have been there. But it was the over-sexualization of the music that Wall Street and the powers that be do not want to deal with because it's not family-friendly. It's not. And once you become family-friendly, then you can get anything that you want. That whole Fenty line and all that shit. Them, them, them big-time deals. Why do you think Missy got that big-ass deal out of Adidas and all of that? Missy didn't ever over-sexualize herself. She just made great music that families can rock with, no matter what Missy said on the record. It ain't always what you say is how you look. And I'm telling you ladies right now, you're doing yourself a fucking disservice. That's why I Spice's fan gave her a Bible. That's why. Rest in peace to Matthew Perry from Friends. Rest in peace to Richard Roundtree. Rest in peace to everyone that's, that's lost somebody. My boy's birthday uh, was the other day, yesterday, matter of fact. Marcus Buford, rest, happy heavenly birthday. I heard Michael Blackston is running around challenging people because he inked a celebrity boxing deal. Can I tell you guys that's jumping into the celebrity boxing thing? You, you're going to have to train and get right. And boxing is not an, an easy sport. That is a very big embarrassment if you get your ass beat. It really is. And it might be something that you cannot shake off. So you might want to think twice before you throw your hat, you know, in the ring for this celebrity boxing stuff and all of this other crazy stuff, man. It's been a hell of a week, y'all. It's been a hell of a week, and the week is just, you know, getting better. And I'm honored and privileged to be able to do Come On Sunday podcast. And I thank y'all for listening. My name is Ed Lover. This is Come On Side, the podcast. Okay, be good. Keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. I'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about you next week. Be good. If you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, to get a proclamation from two cities. Until the next time, we ride together, slide together, and laugh out loud together. Ed Lover saying God bless every, each and every one of y'all. And thank y'all so much, man. We give you the good shit, never the bullshit, right here on the uh, Kibbutz, son, the podcast with me, Ed Lover. Now, Kibbutz, son, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Kibbutz, son, son. 
This episode of Come On Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. Come on, son, son. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.